This is a previously recorded episode. You're listening to the Oh But Wait show with Jessica and Toya. I'm Toya. And this is Jessica. We are back for another edition episode of our fun podcast. I really enjoy this time of, of week. I know, right? Mm-hmm. I love it. I love, I love, to, you know, talking about anything. Pop culture, politics. Yeah. It's my thing. So um, I'm making a note. Sorry, because I tend to forget. Drift. Yeah. So my old brain. Um, <laughs> so how was your week? My week was good. Um, on Saturday, well, actually, it was really good. Mm-hmm. So on Friday night, I went to Canada with my mom. Um, we went to Windsor to see um, what's his name, Peter Russell. Okay, the comedian. Don't know him. I didn't know who he, girl. I didn't know who he was either. But my mother was like, "You want to go?" I was like, "Okay, sure." Um. Uh, but he was really good. Yeah. He's, um, he's, uh, maybe his name's not Peter Russell. <laughs> Let's start there. <laughs> Let's start with the he's correct Indian. name. He's Indian. Yes. He's, is it, is Peter Russell. sorry? No, no, no. He's, oh, okay. he's Indian. It's, it's, it's Russell Peters. Sorry. Oh my gosh. <laughs> okay. I knew it was right. Okay. It's Russell Peters. Mm-hmm. Um, he's Indian. He's from Toronto, Ontario. Uh-huh. That's where he was um, born and raised. Okay. And, he was really good. Okay. I mean, basically his show was like, he took people off the, like he talked to people in the audience. Right. And kind of like, it was very ad-libbed. It wasn't really, it was very impromptu. And and then he also talked about, you know, American <clears throat> politics, which was just, it was so right on and it was so funny. He was just really good. It was right. a pleasant surprise. Yeah. And then I came back on Saturday and I went and why to- why were you surprised? Huh? Why were you surprised? Surprised about what? That he was funny. Because I didn't know who he was from Adam. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Like, I didn't know what to expect. Right. But apparently he was a host on some um, comedy show that came on in the States. Uh-huh. I'm not really sure. But it was some <laughs> comedy show. I think Roseanne Barr was on it where they would like. Oh, he was on um, Last Comic Standing? Maybe. I don't know. I like Last Comic Standing. Yeah, he was one of the uh, judges. Interesting. It must yes. have been like a special kind of thing. Because I don't think he was a regular judge. Maybe, maybe not. Yeah, he was. He was? Yep, he's a host on Last Comic Standing. At least in 2014 he was. But he oh. was really funny. And just the stuff that he said was just so right on. I just, mm-hmm. I can't even explain it. Cool. Especially when it comes to our politics. Mm-hmm. And then afterwards I ran home from Canada, got dressed, and I went back out because uh there was a Jack Daniels party and they were promoting their, I don't know, Tennessee honey, Tennessee, Tennessee honey, Jack Daniels drink. I don't know, whatever. But it got rained out. Like it was torrential downpour mm-hmm. on Saturday. I should not left my house because the weather was bad. The roads were bad, but I did anyway. 
And I actually had a good time. Yeah. And there's this group that performed because they had like a big stage set up. It was at the Majestic Grounds. Okay. Like behind the Majestic Theater mm-hmm. and um, Bowling Alley. Mm-hmm. And they had this um, big stage set up and they had like people perform. And there's mm-hmm. this one group that performed. They're from Detroit. Mm-hmm. And they were really good. Like, you know, sometimes when people come on and try to rap. Right. You'd be like, mm. What was their name? They were called Cold Men Young. Cold? Oh. Kind of like a play of. Yeah. Cold Men you know, Young. Yeah. Yeah. Who was the Detroit mayor for many, many years. Um, And they were really, really good. Like, I was like, oh, I may have to download okay. their music. But then it was like, actually, the group ended up going. They went to school with um, one of my girlfriends, actually, okay. the one that co-hosted here a couple weeks back. Uh-huh. And so they're either approaching 30 or in their 30s. Okay. So then I thought to myself, uh-huh. at what age did you give up the dream of being a rapper? I but you have to give it up. I think you decide. Someone said something very smart to me that I, who is an artist, mm-hmm. and he said, there's a lot of space between, and this is not a direct quote, but this is what he said. There's a lot of, a lot of room between broke and Beyonce. <laughs> <laughs> that is so true. <laughs> you know? that is a, there is a lot of room. So yes. if you're an artist and you love being an artist, you might have to, you know, have a, come to Jesus moment about what that might look like. Right. But I don't think you have to stop being an artist. Well, I didn't until I heard them. Uh-huh. And one, they're they're all college educated. Right. So they did the right thing. They went to school. Yeah. Um, and they were really, really good. And they yeah. all have like jobs, like yeah. nine to five jobs. So it's not like, you know, they're starving artists. Right. They do this in their free time. Right. But they were really good. And I was like, I'm so glad that they're dedicated and they're still Focusing on their passion, even yeah. though, you know, they're still living life. Right. But it, it was just really good. Like, I yeah. got, I came home and was, like, playing their little music on SoundCloud. Uh-huh. So well, that was good. my weekend. How was yours? My weekend was very chill by design. Um, I intentionally did not do anything. Because I just, you know, work is a little emotionally draining still. Oh, no. Oh, speaking so, of work, what our disclaimer, oh, <laughs> especially today. <laughs> so, for those of you that don't know, yeah, we we um, this is just us talking. Only us. <laughs> Do not hold it against anyone we currently work for, previously worked for, or will work for in the future. <laughs> Um, hopefully I'm starting to lean toward never working for anyone else again. After well, you this. know, that's me. That's the path that I'm on. I am yeah. like figuring out what that picture looks like long term, you know, what I want it to be and how we get to that vision. Cause I am just, I'm spent yeah. and I like the work. That's what's so, so, um, frustrating about it is I enjoy the work. So you do it in a consulting capacity where you're not really, well, you're still going to always have to answer to someone, whatever kind of, you know, business that you do. But yeah, but a big part of what I'm doing right now, as far as consulting, I'd be broke. Oh, because the majority of people I'm helping can't pay me. Okay. So, but like you said, like thinking about, and I'm thinking about in a bigger picture, you know, uh, learning how to navigate things and be helpful to people 
So that's really exciting. And um, but the the other part of it makes me a little worn out. Um, so I had a very low key weekend. Um, I did finally go see Sausage Party. I'm like, <laughs> you were so excited to see that. I'm like, uh. I thought it was hilarious. Like some real solid laughs. Like I wasn't, you know, falling over crying laughing, but I was definitely laughing at multiple points. It came points from the, 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 yes, the diaphragm. It was like. a real laugh. <laughs> um, and it was funny because I I had to look up and see like, what is that generation after millennials? Because we haven't started talking about them yet. Mm-hmm. But anybody who's after millennials, so if you're like, in your early 20s right now, you are Generation Z. And all of my Generation Z cousins and nieces, they are big time prudes. They did not. They thought it sausage party was gross and it was too much. And I'm not going to spoil it for anybody. Well, maybe but, it wasn't for them. Maybe it wasn't written for them either. Well, and that's, you know, this is what I like about Seth Rogen and Jonah Hill and how they write things. They have figured out, like good comedians, how to say what they want to say, state their positions on specific issues without making you feel like uh, another message movie. Mm-hmm. Like It was really funny, but it's very clear on how they feel about a lot of political things. Interesting. Yeah. Which I liked. It was funny. Interesting. And it was an interesting way to kind of give their perspective because the reality is if they had did it as a live action film, it would have been preachy and it would have just tried. Like yeah, yeah. 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 It was very smart to do it in the way that they did. So I went to see that. Um, oh, I also went to see um, Don't Breathe. I did have okay. plans with my niece. I went to see Don't Breathe. Let me tell you about that movie. What? I haven't seen it, but I don't want to see it because Why? when I saw the trailer yeah. and it was about these kids breaking into this blind man's home, I was right. like, well, serve you right. That's what you get. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Because well, the whole course. time during the movie, I'm going to be like, well, right. that's what you get. <laughs> well, you kind of feel like that. That's I'm not what I heard. Lie. That's you what I heard. You feel like, well, duh, you <laughs> broke into his house. What did you expect? And I found it hard to root for the person that I was supposed to be rooting for because I'm like... Um, hello. Right. You broke into his house. <laughs> but they throw in a twist so that you lose sympathy for the guy who um the blind man. Okay. So they throw in a little twist so you lose sympathy, but you're still like you're not supposed to know about that twist cuz mm-hmm. you shouldn't have broken into his right. house. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> you got everything that was supposed to come to you right. for doing that. Right. And I was kind of rooting for I'm I'm in this weird place of rooting for movies to end with bad things happening. Yeah. Because that's, you know, I was kind of like, because you, there are multiple times when you feel like, okay, she's made it. And then it's like, nope. And then you're like, okay, this time, nope. Okay, they're going to get out this time. Nope. nope. <laughs> <laughs> and I was kind of rooting for this moment when it's like, no. You, none of you get to leave. I You're done. That's how movies used to like way back in the day. I right. feel like that's how movies were. Yeah, like you didn't always have a happy ending. Right. Like I've been watching a lot of black and white movies, uh-huh. and that's how a lot of them are. Yeah, like people die. Yeah, you know, you. Watch I would have been totally movie. fine if this had ended like that. 
I would spoiler been totally alert. <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, she's you know she's going to be the of person's course. going to be fine. Mm-hmm. So I'm not spoiling it too much. But it's very I know what you did last summer kind of because you can clearly see where the sequel might come from. Oh, okay. you can clearly see that there might be, you know, some follow up on the blind man's part. Well, it part. depends on how this movie does. <laughs> right. Well, it was number one. Oh, it was? Yeah, it was number one this weekend. Well, how did... So you, you mean to tell me you saw those two movies and you didn't see um, the Barack and uh, Michelle movie. Hell, I know. You didn't support I, I John Legend. Movie. You didn't support John Legend. I know how that movie ends. You're going to spend your dollar <laughs> and not support the black man. Why should I go see that particular film? That's a little... Come on. Because it's there. Okay, see, this is my theory. Like, I like to, although I didn't see the movie either, but I like to support (laughs) black movies when they come out opening weekend. At least the ones that, at least the ones that I want to see. I I had no desire to see this Michelle and. I don't either. When I saw, I love Tika Sumter. I love her to death. When I heard that accent, I don't know. Like, on the trailer. Oh, I haven't really paid attention to it. And I find it weird. People keep saying he looks so much like the president. He does. I don't if you think if so. you throw skin color and tone out the way, he does. He does look like if you throw skin color and tone. Like, I mean, he's not the same I know complexion. what you're saying. Yeah, and but I he have, does. Okay. Um, he does look, but I heard it was just like one big date. Well, and that's like just the whole it. Like, thing. I've kind of heard the story multiple times. I don't. Oh, I forget. Really you have it <laughs> Never mind. Why <laughs> to see that film? Right. <laughs> I don't know desire. I, mean, I would have loved to support John Legend, but yeah, and I think it's kind of. I've been weird. to your concert, so I've paid for something in your house. <laughs> yeah. uh, I th- I think it was a weird film to make at this time. Yeah. You why know? now? I, I mean, like maybe, you know, like in 30, 40 years. But I think it's I think John Legend wanted to make wanted to be responsible for making this film. Yeah. He had a vision. He wanted it made right. And I think that's was his motivation. And he's going on to do a couple other things, too. Yeah. Well, so. he did Underground, which was great. Did he really? I didn't yes, know that. He was an executive I producer still have to on Underground. That. I I recorded every. Episode, I think you'll like it. No, I, I heard. I I believe I will. It's yeah. Just, you know, sometimes you got to get your mind right for certain things. Just like yeah. I, like I, we were talking before earlier before we started the show about Orange Is the New Black. Right. I still. It's just like I have to get my mind right set up to watch yeah. certain types of shows. Right. And that's one of them. Yeah. Yeah. I you know, sometimes I just want to laugh. You know right. what I mean? I don't want to oh, be depressed. Oh, I know. That's why I saw Sausage Party. Yeah. Because I just needed to laugh and I didn't want... I was looking for a romantic comedy. When was the last good romantic comedy? I don't even think there are any out. I can't remember the last time I saw a decent romantic comedy. Mm-mm. I like romantic comedies and I just like romantic movies. That's my thing. Yeah. And I just needed to see people be in love for a minute and I couldn't find any. I couldn't find anything on Netflix that I hadn't seen or that interested right. me. I feel like I've seen everything. I really need Love Jones to come to Netflix. I do not like that movie. It, I and, never. Um, it, I'm I sorry. I have to end the show. <laughs> I'm no longer a co-host of Toy <laughs> I saw it when it came out when I was younger. Yeah. I hated it then. 
then I said, well, let me give this another chance. Why? I Please saw it in my adult me, years, at why? least like within like the last two or three years. I don't like it. Why? I don't know why. Don't I don't know, know if why. I didn't like Lorenz Tate. I don't, I love Nia Long, so I know that's oh. not it. I don't know if I didn't like their relationship. I just what? really did not like. And everyone goes apeshit over it. It's like a cult classic. And I do not like it. Like, it's a solid romantic film. So I guess you're going to be seeing the musical when it comes to Detroit. Hell no. <laughs> I hate that stuff. Not everything is meant to be a musical. Although it does have a decent cast. Yeah, I have to admit. Michelle's in it. Yeah, it has a music. Um, Soul, Soul Child's Child. in it? Oh, yeah. Maybe I, maybe. I have to admit it's a fairly decent cast. So it might surprise me. But no, I won't be seeing it. Yeah, so that was never. My favorite movie was... If we're talking like black movies and classics, mm-hmm. was the best man? Well, yes, love and basketball. Yes, definitely. And this is not a black movie, but it's Saint Almost Fire. Those are like my three favorite movies right. in the whole world. Oh, and Imitation of Life. I like Four Mystic movies. Pizza. That was so good. I would put that just the best came man on TV yeah, the other day. It's been coming on fairly. That was regularly. so good. I really like that film. A lot of those um, movies from the eighties though were really good. Yeah, we just we need movies like the, and, I, and I don't need mean the music and I don't mean remake them. No, because they're, no. they're trying to remake stuff that we just saw yeah. ten years ago. There are good no. stories out there that need to be told. Mm-hmm. We can talk about that a little later. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but speaking of black people, <laughs> when are we not? <laughs> hey, I try to diversify. <laughs> you won't allow it. <laughs> um, so much is going on. Oh my god! I guess we forgot about liar, liar, Latke. Oh, I don't care about Liar Liar Lucky. Well, neither does the nation. They've moved on. <laughs> That's true. I mean, he's an idiot. He's dumb. He is. He didn't do that last deserve. Olympics, though. I mean, he did. I saw, like, he had a reality TV show on E! for, like, five minutes. And this is my thing about men. There is nothing. There's nothing worse than a dumb person. Oh, my God. A dumb man. Oh, it's the worst. It's the worst. Have you ever dated one that's like really good looking and then when he opens up his mouth. You know who. Oh, okay. Yeah. (laughs) And and then you're just like, baby, don't talk. Don't talk. talk. Just stand here and look good because you dumb as rocks. And (laughs) because otherwise I will lose all attraction. Like you're a great arm candy, but don't open up your mouth. Seriously. Seriously. Yes. I have had the one guy who was like, (laughs) shut up. Shut up. Yes. But it is and it kills me. Like I saw him that's how I felt like about Shamar Moore. I was never like really into him. I think he's a little too pretty for my taste. Yeah. But then he opened his mouth and he was that was a while ago. Maybe he has mm-hmm. grown dumb as rock. See for me he opened up his mouth and he has that one tooth that is <laughs> In every other direction but the right one. And I was just like, no. Because I'm a teeth person. So, you know, I did, you know, braces and a headgear and all that stuff. So, But I'm a, a teeth person. And that's just so unattractive to me is yuck mouth. Yeah. Yeah. Shamar Moore was not bright. Mm-mm. But I think I like what um, Colin Kaepernick had to say. Yeah. You know, he surprised me. So did you look at the lyrics? If you have not... Everyone should read the lyrics to 
the full complete yes, the second lyrics verse. of the Star Spangled Banner. Um and maybe you might have a little bit better understanding of why Mr. Kaepernick Kaepernick is um sitting, sitting down. down. And might I add, there is no actual protocol. No, not for, for the, the Star Spangled Banner. Just like they were mad at Gabby Douglas because she didn't put her. <laughs> Which was an accident. It wasn't even like Who conscious. Cares? You know, and plenty of people do it. It was not. Um, there is no protocol for the Star Spangled Banner. Right. And they vilified Muhammad Ali, you know, for standing up for black rights. It's just like we we can't speak up for our rights. No, you know I think it's been very. Um, uh, appropriate when people say, you know, Donald Trump says America sucks and they but cheer. But no one else can't say it. But right. Colin says there's some issues. And there are. And I mean, just like you were saying about the Star Spangled Banner, and then the person that worked that wrote the national anthem, Francis Scott Key. That's the Star Spangled Banner. Oh, yeah. Oops. Is that the national anthem? <laughs> yes. I'm thinking of the Pledge of Allegiance. But anyway, <laughs> who wrote the national anthem? <laughs> He was a prosecutor who wanted the death penalty for a man that carried around literature about the uh, the abolition of slavery. Really? Yeah. So think about that. Like this is what we're pledging or not pledging allegiance, but singing right to right, right. I mean, I just and it's a song. It's a that's song. All it is. It's a song that we decided. And listen, I am. I am so patriotic. There is no other place I rather oh, live. Oh hell no! I know. I love absolutely you know, USA, not U.S. of A. I Every love it. Every time I travel somewhere, I am like, mm-hmm. You yep, realize America. how privileged you are to live in completely, America, completely, completely. And that's why people I die to get here. Genuinely love this country. However, you can't love this country and say that you completely are devoted to everything it stands for and all the freedoms we have. And then when someone exercises that freedom and that right, have a problem with them. But not only have a problem, like I was threaten just, him. I pulled up the, huh? <laughs> threaten him. No, I pulled up the ha- the Kaepernick hashtag yeah. yesterday on Twitter. And it's just like, you're just proving his point. I mean, right. it was nigger this, nigger that, nigger. I mean, I was just like, really? Yeah. You, you're definitely proving his point. Right. Right. It's crazy. And then did you hear about his his biological mother? Hmm. His biological mother goes on Twitter and mm-hmm. basically bashes him for sitting down. Excuse me. So ma'am? was he adopted? Yes, he was adopted by two white parents. Oh, okay. But his mom, I guess, gave him up. I don't know. This is what I haven't researched that part, but from what right. I'm hearing is that she gave him up because he was biracial. Whatever. You have okay. no, you don't have a leg to stand on. You no. need to sit down and shut up. Right. Like, why are you speaking on a son that you never raised? Right. That's weird. That's sad. Yeah. It's terrible. Well, I'm with Colin. I'm with anyone who is, is has conviction. Right. I'm with anyone who, unless you're racist. Yeah. I mean, they have technically <laughs> conviction. Can say they have conviction in the wrong thing. Unless you're racist or homophobic. I don't have time for you. But I, you know, you could say... On the one hand, okay, well, if you really believe this, then give up your contract and really take a stand. And he has but a lot to lose. He does have a he lot, has to, a lot lose. to lose. He does have so a brave. lot to lose. And I don't know if it's brave. Why? Because 
Because, you know, NFL money is he's, not long money. His money's pretty long. Well, because he's, he's going to be fine. <laughs> yeah. He would be fine. He would be fine. Brave is like going a soldier's brave. I think we use that word a little too much. Well, I don't know. I mean, I, I think he is brave. He's the only one standing up. Like, And, yeah. that's, and that's the problem with black people. I'm going to tell you this right now. Because now you have Jerry Rice. Oh, talking see, about Tiki and then, Barber. Yeah, all, Tiki, he needs to go sit. It, go, <laughs> let's not, not talk about Tiki. <laughs> you don't want us you, to start you, okay. talking about you. And it's just interesting too for the people right. that are talking about Colin and what their wives look like. Exactly. But that's a whole other story. <laughs> um, but I feel like as black people, it's like you never hear other, like you never hear Arabs, you never hear Jewish people talking about each other in a public forum. Yeah, at the dinner table, I'm sure. Right. You know, but I feel like we as black people, and I, and I guess the system was designed this way, but we as black people, we're always going to be crabs in a barrel. Right. Because of the fact that one, you know, tries to crawl out and we, you know, claw and pull each other down. Right. Like, you didn't have to say crap. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You, you could have just left it alone. Let Colin do his thing. Right. Nobody needs to hear from you. No. You know, no. you may not agree with it, but you don't have to publicly oppose it either. Right. That's how I feel. And I feel like a lot of things. And it's just like Trump coming to Detroit. Oh, yeah. Coming to Detroit and going to sit down with one of the um, pastors. Right. Here. Yes, he is. I guess I guess the pastor said that he's not endorsing right. Trump. He just wants an interview. Well, he's also probably trying to force Hillary Clinton's hand, too. Maybe. But my whole thing is Trump is a racist. Yeah. So why do why why do why, I don't need to listen to anything he has to say? No. You know. No. Let let him tell it. All of us black folks. You know, right. we're all down and out. What do you have to lose? What do you have to vote lose? for me? It'll be huge. I'm good for the blacks. <laughs> you know, there's all, my black. There's yeah. My yeah. <laughs> that's that's really terrible. And the thing is, none of these like pundits on the new shows call him out on that. Uh not, well, Tamron Hall, she goes well, in. Tamron like, Hall, good. Chris Matthews, they are, I have to say, Chris Matthews is very good about calling out racism. And it, and that matters to me because. Because we're it, always going to see it. Exactly. Exactly. And when he speaks up and calls people out on their nonsense, um, it it's it, it's important as far as journalism because not enough people do. But yeah, yeah. So, so good for Colin. We'll see. Mm. Oh, the preacher he's going to sit down with is Bishop Wayne T. Jackson. Mm-hmm. My mother said it to me like I'm supposed to know who he is. I was like, <laughs> I don't know who that man is. <laughs> he has a following. I know from Great Faith <laughs> Ministries Church in Detroit. But yeah. why? I don't know. I, I don't get it. I don't get why even entertain because it him. gets him attention. That is about. Let me stop. It does for him on his side, yes. Mm-hmm. But why? Why do we? You mean it gives Bishop? I'm. I'm uh, oh, moving on. Okay. <laughs> well, let, let us. Let me just add that disclaimer back in. <laughs> <laughs> See, I have nothing to lose. So. <laughs> I will talk and talk and talk. You are more than welcome to talk. And those are Toya's views. <laughs> I don't know. We need separation of church and state anyway, but <laughs> this is neither. Hmm? We are neither church nor state I here. <laughs> I'm talking about Donald Trump oh. not visiting the church, the oh. black church. Oh. 
Well, it goes both ways now. Slow down there, Spanky. What goes both ways? If Donald Trump can't go, our people can't go. Go to the church or yeah. go see Donald Trump? Go to the church. Well, it's, a, it's their church. No, Democrats. Oh. <laughs> I don't know. And has Donald Trump even said that he's a religion? Like, I mean, I, is he Christian? I don't know. I, I think he's whatever he needs Christian to be by in a Satan? particular moment. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Ugh, I hate that. You guys, I like seriously, like whenever I see him. Not much longer. I He'll scowl. be gone soon. He'll I scowl. Yeah. Yeah. Just I, two and a half, what? Two and a half more months? Yeah. And on that note, register to vote, people. Well, isn't it too late? Or? No. Okay, no. Good. good. It is not. So register. And also check to make sure that your registration is A-OK. Yeah. Because you know you voter were, suppression is real. And if you were in college and you recently graduated, you have to re-register locally, wherever you live. Make sure you register to vote. Or you can also, you can get an absentee ballot. Mm-hmm. That's what I did for like 10 years. Yeah. I never, I always did absentee ballot. So did I. But, um... Just make sure you check on your registration and that it's up to date and that you're ready to go in November. Yeah. So on that note, we'll take a break and we'll be right back. This is a previously recorded episode. Welcome back. Welcome back from that short break. (laughs) (laughs) So, you know, we love our reality TV here. And there's no shame in my game either about it. <laughs> I'm I'm very particular about my reality TV. I have to admit, I might be a reality TV snob. Like, what would you like? What I don't like you watch? I I don't I like when people are winning something. So, like, I don't watch it anymore. But I used to love Project Runway. I haven't watched that since they left Bravo. Yeah, because I just can't really, find Lifetime. Exactly. <laughs> um. I used to watch Amazing Race. I thought that was fun. Never watched that. but I thought it was pretty pretty intense. Mm-hmm. I like that one. When it comes to like people's lives, I don't watch, I don't like watching the help. Like the I don't, help. I don't, I don't need to see waiters and waitresses. Oh, you mean um, like um, Pulp or, or Pump? Yeah, Vanderpump, Vanderpump Rules. Rules. I never watched that either. And you and now I watch it mm-hmm. and they have this cute like manager. He's black and he speaks French and I don't know if he's oh. Haitian. I don't know where he's from. And I saw him and I was like, oh, I need to watch this. Uh-huh. But I, I've yeah. never seen him again. I'm not really into like that other show about the boat and the staff. I'm not into boat. that either. I'm just not really into watching the help, as the you help. said. Miss <laughs> <laughs> Bougie, there you have it. <laughs> but... I, like, I love Ladies of London. I never got into that. <laughs> I just love watching them. They're so ridiculous. And their lives are fun. And it's just like, you know, half the time I'm watching it because I I started using pink pink Himalayan sea salt after I saw it on there. I was like, oh, let me look into this. Oh, you don't use that, girl. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. It's, so more, I it's started, healthier for you. Well, yeah. And I started using it after seeing that. And it's so, one, it's good. It's so good. And, um, yeah. And it, I just like finding out these new and different things that other people <laughs> are doing and using. And so one of my favorites, and they did kind of go on a, a downturn for a while, but I think they're back up. 
Real Housewives of New York. Yeah, because I stopped watching it for a couple of seasons, you know. Yeah, I, I think never after stopped. The new girls, like right. after Jill left, and then right. there was like and this whole batch those... of new girls. Yeah. I just didn't vibe with them. Yeah, they had some trouble with the chemistry for a minute, but I think they got it right Well, when now. they brought Bethany back is when I started watching again. Yes, that certainly helped. I like Jules. She's crazy, but she's funny. I I don't think she's funny, but <laughs> I think she's ridiculous and funny. I think that that her ridiculousness makes her funny. Yeah. I, I don't think she's intentionally trying to be funny. Right. I like her for the show, though. I yeah. don't want to see her go away. Oh, no, no, no. I like Dorinda. Dorinda is ho- I, She is I such a shit I don't like her starter. boyfriend. No. But I love, I feel like she is like the friend everyone needs. But she's a shit she's starter. A shit starter. She's yeah. a shit starter. <laughs> like, what's it. her name on OC? Tamara. Tamara's the same way. Okay. She's a sh- shit See, starter. See, I don't too. know OC. I go in and out of OC. I don't mm-hmm. know their personalities as well as I know um, New York. I love Carol. Carol's like my my spirit animal. I like, feel like that too because I think I'm in denial like she is. <laughs> like she's like 80 years old but still. Oh no. <laughs> Carol's hot. Come I, on. No, she's I don't not. mean that. I mean she's 80 years old and still like living life like a teenager. Like oh. I feel like that's me. Like old as shit but I still think I'm like in my early 20s. Like, yeah she's very fun. Right. That's gonna be me. Dating a young boo. Yeah I like Carol a lot. I feel very connected to carol um and bethany i you know i think bethany is very ballsy i i have a lot of respect for bethany as a businesswoman or as someone who saw this opportunity and made so much out of it so and she's so grateful i like seeing how grateful she is about the opportunity she gave and she knows that the show opens so many doors for her and she really took advantage of it. Right. The only thing I don't like about Bethany is I feel like she, I don't know. I feel like she's a a, a Columbines or, or what am I trying to what? say? Like, what's that word that ever, Columbusizing or whatever? I feel like she takes a lot of like black words or black sayings or black it. cliches and then tries to spin them off as her own. No, she like, she does not try to spin them off as her own. She just says the stuff. She knows what she's doing. Yeah, because I, I follow her on Snapchat. To, yeah, and I'm just so like, how many times you're going to say zero fucks? Like, <laughs> really? But she, listen, I can't hate on a woman who is able to take something and take, I didn't, I never saw zero fucks as black though. I always, oh, it's always been black. How how do you know? I know. How do you know? Because we think of everything. We're the culture of this damn planet. <laughs> I never thought zero fucks was mm-hmm. black. Mm-hmm. I need some. I need the receipts mm-hmm. on that. Let me, let me show you. <laughs> anyway, but anyway, now, that's feel, black. Uh, well, the anyway, receipts. the receipts. I know, <laughs> but it's just <laughs> that's Whitney Houston. I, think. I know. Show me the receipts. Show me the receipts. <laughs> Baby, I'll meet you outside. <laughs> That's the best episode ever. Wendy Williams interview. <laughs> Wendy Williams, wasn't that with, oh, with Diane Sawyer? Oh, that was Diane Sawyer, but the meet me outside, oh. I'll meet you outside, was classic Wendy Williams when Wendy Williams was on the radio uh. episode. Classic. Oh, my God. Um. So, Yes. New York is my favorite Real Housewives. Right. Um, and part, partly because I enjoy watching their lifestyle. I, I feel like I can relate to them. Yeah. I don't enjoy <laughs> watching Atlanta. I do. I like, I like Atlanta. 
I, you know, they've kind of. I lost like them all, me. but Melbourne. I cannot get into. No, Melbourne. I can't get into Melbourne either. But Atlanta's kind of lost me because I'm not a big candy fan. Um, I don't I'm not either. I don't. You know, I think that. You know, whereas Bethany is an agitator. Um, what's her name? Miss USA. Uh, uh, Kenya Moore's just Kenya Moore's just mean. Right. No, I think I think there's something, and that's possible. Maybe a she, dent somewhere. Yeah, in chromosome like, or something. I don't know. Like there's yeah. something not all the way there. Yeah. about her. I could I could use more Phaedra. See, I don't Atlanta. like Phaedra. Either. I don't love her, but I feel like she's the only one that kind of has a compelling story right now. Like, who has a compelling story None on there? None of them. But Por- I like Portia. I think she's funny. She needs to... I think Nini's right. She needs to start dating more. Like, actually dating, not yeah. having fake boyfriends. Like, but that's just easy, go easier dates. said than done. Uh, How is it easier said than done? Oh, it's so easy to date. Let me tell you, because I, I date all the time. But you know there are <laughs> plenty of brothers who would line up to be on five minutes on a reality that's show. True. Plenty. Like, just start dating. She'd have a much more interesting story. Maybe. But I like her. Like, I like her. I like Nene, of course. But I think Nene goes through her seasons where some seasons she's really mean and evil. Some seasons she's likable. Yeah. So, um, but she's definitely the show. Yeah. And she's trying, too. She's trying to take that Bethany path as well. And she has. Yeah. I mean, she has her own um, line on one of those home shopping networks. That's true. Um, And then... Oh, she's doing her. She's actually going to be here in Detroit at the soundboard at the casino. She does her stand up comedy oh. show, mm. whatever. I don't know. Mm. Wendy Williams did the same thing. Do I don't stand up. Like, if it's a one woman show, I think that's different. You know, don't bill it as stand up. I don't think she's billing it as um, stand up okay. either. Um, but it is supposed to be. It's a one woman show. That's yeah. exactly what it is. Okay, but well, it's supposed to be along the the comedy side. Yeah, and in regards to um, uh, Housewives, Housewives of New York I City, I started listening to uh, Radio Andy on Sirius XM, and his station is pretty good. I like his station. I and need to start listening to that. One of the things that he does, which I don't know why it's so hilarious, but he takes episodes, previous episodes of Real Housewives, full dialogue, everything, nothing's changed. And he does um, Real Housewives theater and people who mimic their voices. Oh, he does that on his show too. And what, watch what happens live. But the full, like he does the full on show, not a segment, but the, the whole, whole episode episode. And it is hilarious michael rapaport plays dorinda oh because michael rapaport is so <laughs> funny obsessed. he loves the show <laughs> and you know how else was really funny was um um jerry who's the one that played in stand by me oh jerry o'connell yes he's another one that's <laughs> yeah. really funny and he'll be like nini like right. it's just it's hilarious it's really really funny but also so andy was talking to Gabrielle Union. Okay. And he was telling her, it was a repeat episode of of Andy's actual show. And he was telling her how he would love to see her and Dwayne Wade do a show. He wants to do it with them. And he used a term that I thought was like really, I was surprised. No, I was surprised that he used this term publicly. And he said, I'm seeing like a soft scripted show. Oh, so that's what it is. It's soft scripted. So it's like 
it's real. But it's not real. But they are like creating the environment. Mm-hmm. Which That's I, what reality TV is. Well, scripted reality. For so long, they tried to push this idea that this is actual real, real life. Yeah. But when he used that term, I was like, oh. And I started thinking about what my soft scripted life would be. But anyway. I oh my God. What would mine would be? So, like, I would like be canceled like the first season. <laughs> <laughs> she no, don't because do it's soft scripted. So yeah. they would make you do something. They would put you in and think about you think about the fact that they don't they only tape, you know, a few hours. Right. It's not like the camera's constant. It's not like that. That. uh, What is that show on CBS uh, where they all live together? Big brother. Big brother. It's not like that. So you could do soft scripted. I guess I could. We could live a soft scripted life. Yeah. But anyway, in this soft scripted world of Real Housewives of New York. Um. Luann is engaged to to Tom. Is his name Tom? To Tom, who, who everybody in also <laughs> who had a friends with benefits relationship with Luann's friend Sonia for ten or years. Luann calls her Sonia <laughs> <laughs> for ten years, and he also went on. A few dates. Be determined about of dates. D- depends on who's telling the story. Right. With <laughs> Ramona. And then she, Luann knew this. I believe she knew that Ramona was dating him. And yeah. I think she knew about Sonia. Luann starts dating him after her two friends and ultimately ends up getting engaged. No surprise to anyone. Bethany finds out that... Tom is cheating mm-hmm. and has photographic proof of Tom cheating. She has receipts, y'all. She has <laughs> major receipts. And she now has to go back to Target to make a return. <laughs> <laughs> Target is like, I don't want the, nah, that receipt is expired. But she's like, no, this is your man on camera. And I called the bar. Right. She to verify. She's got all kinds of information. Mm-hmm. She and she knows, like Bethany has been around long enough on the show that you have to know exactly how people are gonna react. Right. And you have to have your details and you have to get your story straight. So she did all that before and I think she also had a bit of respect for Luann and what she was felt that she was in and didn't want to bring her some bullshit. Right. So she tells Luann, your man's cheating. And then Luann is initially receptive and upset and upset as any woman would be. Fast forward 72 hours later, Luann's with her man. And not only do they try to get Dorinda to support some cockamamie story that makes Tom look better and Luann not look like a fool. But Luann is also now mad at Bethany. That's That happens all the time. That's so crazy that this we're talking about this because I went out with my girlfriend on Saturday uh-huh. and we ran into this guy that she went to college with mm-hmm. and she's like, he hasn't spoken to me since college because I told him his girlfriend was cheating on him. Oh. Mind you, he you know broke up with her and married someone else, but right. still, and like why do people speak do to that? Her then, um, f- finally, yeah, like, but it was just like this awkward. Like every time he would see her, he wouldn't right say anything to her. But it's just like I don't know. So would you tell? 
It's so hard. It depends on who the friend was in our relationship. I don't know, Jessica. <laughs> what? I don't know. You don't know. I don't. I it, I don't know. Do you think I would not be your friend? I don't know if you would take it kindly. Hell no, I wouldn't take it exactly. kindly, but not because of you. I don't know. It's hard. Look, I had a friend that I. <laughs> what? <laughs> I'm not good with confrontation, right? Okay. So, I mean, I had a friend. <laughs> I just, I had a friend that I, that had a um, odor problem. Okay. And I couldn't tell her, but everybody talked about it. Everybody that was in the circle <laughs> talked about it, but no one felt comfortable t- going to that person and saying, look, right. You know, you smell, you know what I'm saying? Like <laughs> it's hard. So I don't know because you don't, you don't Did know. you end up telling her? No. And nothing's mm-hmm. changed. No, no. Give and her it was, a gift and basket. The, and then it was like the other friend that was friends with, that person longer than I was, uh-huh. we'd be like, well, you know the longest. You say something. And nobody <laughs> wanted to say anything, but yet everybody wanted to talk about this person and how, you know, how bad the situation was. So right. I don't know. Like, I don't... Maybe I could send an anonymous email. I don't know. <laughs> you stink. <laughs> no, because at that time, I think someone came out with something that was like, where you could send anonymous emails about people. Right. You know what I mean? Like, your breath smells. Like... Brush your teeth. It's terrible. Um, I would rather it come from a friend instead of wondering, like, who thinks this? Because people get crazy. Like, people, you don't know how people are going to act. Like, they get real funny. Right. And they get real crazy. I would like to think that if my friend told me that my... And I think it also depends. It's obviously hairier telling someone about a spouse, yeah, because sometimes they know. Or hindsight, they know. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like looking, They'll look back on it and be like, Right. Yeah. And as opposed to a, um, a boyfriend-girlfriend um, type of relationship. Right. A pre-marriage type of relationship, trying to be inclusive. Um, so I think that is kind of, that matters. Um would I tell? But would you want to know? Would I, I would want to know. know? I would want to know. I would like to think that I would want to know. Yeah. However, if I am married, and I think we have talked about this before, there's a difference between an encounter and an affair. There is. There is. I'm just looking. I'm trying to define what an encounter is in my An encounter head. is shit happens. You're dumb. Don't do it again. An affair is your development. Oh, it goes feelings. on for a long period of time. No, an encounter does not go on for a long. No, period. an affair does. Oh, right. Yeah, an affair goes on for an, a long, a long period of time. You're developing feelings. You're questioning your current relationship, right. marriage. So there's a difference. Emotional. And don't you tell me about some damn encounter. Wow, that's interesting. Do. Fuck my world up because you fucked up. You carry that guilt and you deal with it. (laughs) (laughs) I'm so serious. You having an affair? We need to talk. Right. 
I don't know. I think I would I would want to know. Well, I don't know. It's different though if you're married and if you're if you're just, you know, boyfriend and girlfriend. So I of think course, that's different. Yeah. But I wouldn't get mad at the person. It dep- but it's so there's so many things that can happen right. as to why. And it's the person. It's the relationship with the person. It's how they tell you. I do think that there there unfortunately are some people out there who might relish the opportunity oh, to yeah. tell someone. You know, oh, they think they married you think picture you're so perfect. happy. Right. You ain't happy. Well, I got something. <laughs> Where are these voices? Talks like that. <laughs> But I know her man. He'd be sleeping around. <laughs> right. Interesting, though. So I actually well, I have a story for you, too. <laughs> do know someone who they never crossed the line as physically, but they definitely it was a married man was talking to a friend of mine about how much he loved her. He really wanted to be with her. And my friend who was telling me this didn't know that I knew the couple. Mm. Kept my mouth shut. Kept your mouth shut. I never told the wife that her husband was talking to my friend about. Because you're bending it and you're not in it. Well, But did you tell your friend? No. But she knew he was married. Yeah, she knew oh, he okay. was married, so but she, she was... didn't know that I knew that he knew was the family. Oh, got it. Okay. So let me tell you this story. So mm-hmm. my girlfriend, she um, would go to these conferences for her job. And every, like, she does, like, several conferences a year. And there's this guy that would be there. And this guy would always try to talk to her, follow her around the conference like a dog, and would just be all up in. And then one day, like, you know, they were talking on the phone, nothing really big. Mm-hmm. And he was just like, yeah, I want to meet you in New York. And, he like, they were supposed to meet in New York. He didn't show up. Nothing happened. Um, He basically, I don't know if he really stood her up, but was just like, oh, yeah. He was just like, I can't come this weekend. Blase, skip, skip, right? So then let's fast forward like three or four years later. So this just happened over the weekend. Mm -hmm. She's like, she moved to a new city for her new job. Mm -hmm. And she's trying to meet, she moved to a predominantly white area. So she's meeting all the black people trying to, you know, get connected or whatever. So she goes, her boss invites her on a hike Mm -hmm. and her boss invites this chick. Mm-hmm. On a hike, hike too, mm-hmm. and then come to find out after talking that the guy that was pursuing her mm-hmm. all this time was the chick's husband. Ooh. Right? Wow! And they had been married since two thousand. Yeah. And so wow. my friend was just like, I mean, she's not going to blow up anybody's spot. Right. Like, that's not how she is. Right. And plus, she don't want to be moving to a new town and everybody be like, right. You know, this right. is such and such that such and you know what yeah. I mean. So, um. I was just like, men aren't shit. Well, we have our moments like, too. And then today, the Today Show actually did a, a segment on this too uh-huh. about how um, a lot of men, like it was in relation to the Wiener Gate. Okay. But a lot of men like like to live out that fantasy of, you know, talking to other women doesn't right. really mean that they're going to pursue it or right. they're going to um, act on it or, yeah. you know, have an affair. But they do like to have like those emotional affairs. Yeah. You know, and that's what they said that. I don't know. I think Wiener has a problem. Yes. He, he needs help. Yeah. I wish Huma well. I do too. Yeah. So All unfortunate. Right. But to answer your question, though, that's a that's a hard. That's very hard. I would have to put on my big girl panties. And figure it out. 
Because <laughs> I want to do right. And I want to do right by my friend. Right. But it's it's hard. It's a hard conversation to have. Yeah. So moving on. Yeah. So what's your oh, but wait moment of the week? My oh, but wait moment is... You didn't see the VMAs, did you? The MTV Video Music Awards? Not did all you see of them? them. Okay, so I didn't watch all of them either. Uh-huh. But I did watch Beyonce. Oh, amazing. I mean, I'm ass, so glad she didn't do Freedom, though. I'm so glad she didn't do Freedom. Is like I know. Gold. My God. I know, she looked good. She looks so it was good. good. But you know who's who has a body, too? Who's that? Tiana Taylor. Yes. Oh that video. my god! I, I was watching that video on the way to work. I was not. I don't. I carpool. I don't drive. And I was just like, I mean, Whoa. she had me work the middle. Like I was I all mean, like Whoa. everything. I wasn't. I don't even and remember. She has the a song. child. She has a child. She's like, twelve. Come on, stop. She's like not even thirty. So I mean, her snapback snap is back. amazing. She's twelve. I. I. Look, I, not her, that, I don't listen, care. There are some women that have kids at 17 and don't have as good because as Because they're not trying. She looks good. She's she looks amazing. amazing. She has oh an amazing God. body. I have no idea what the song, I don't even remember the lyrics. It was Kanye's song and it I really know, didn't have a lot of lyrics, I, honestly. I don't even remember it. I don't remember the melody. All I remember is Tiana Taylor. Yeah, and she's she, really doing it. So my oh, but wait moment is for all these mainstream white magazines that are just now discovering who she is i gotta push back on you on that like one. for real like you didn't know who Tim. you don't remember no, her getting why should a, they they wrote what about it they doing? wrote about it when she no. got in a spat with rihanna over twitter you know what i'm saying like um, you wrote about her but now you don't remember you're like so oh, what are they supposed to say home who is who tiana got taylor who is this person you know what i mean like that's no this is why you need black people on your editorial team. Seriously. I agree that editorial teams should be diverse, but I don't have a problem with she's on. She, I think she would say she's on the come up. Well, I'm glad that Kanye West finally, you know, put her in something. Cause yeah. I just, her album was the bomb. Like it's the I, bomb. Yeah. I've heard pieces of it and it yeah. was good. All right. So my, Oh, but wait moment is, if you have not seen this trailer, you have to go <laughs> see the trailer for some same kind of different as me. It is like you will think that The Onion has started making movies. That's how ridiculous this movie is. <laughs> and everybody thinks it's ridiculous, not just black people. It stars Renee Zellweger, Greg Kinnear. New face or old face? And Jimon Hansu. <laughs> Not even acknowledging you. <laughs> and it is like, there's a term, I believe it was coined by Eddie Murphy called the magic Negro. Mystical Negro. And in this film, Jaiman Hansu is the magic Negro who comes along and saves his family. But it is so ridiculous. Like, it's just, the dialogue is horrible. Um, How do you know? It's just the trailer. N- no, the trailer is is really giving us the best that they have to offer. It is a horrible, 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 horrible film. You have to read the Guardian's review of, <laughs> I guess it's a review of the trailer. I don't think they've seen the movie yet. It is hilarious. And 
you know, the Magic Negro is coming back for 2017. I guess this is their response <laughs> like to Oscar So White. <laughs> um, Eddie Mur- now, I'm going to give Eddie Murphy a pass on his Magic Negro moment because I think he is a phenomenal actor. Um, and this actually looks like a sweet film, but he's starring in Mr. Church and Mr. Church goes to take care of a little white woman who's dying and raises her child and saves up money for a child to go to college. And it's just, wait. So the black man yes. raises the white child. Yes. Hmm. Yes. After her mama dies. He's and who sent let to, all this happen? He's, he was sent to take care of them when the father died. Right. To cook for them and care for them mm-hmm. and love them. And then, um, yeah, and so he goes and he raises, saves money so that the young girl can go to school, go to college. Mm. And, um, of course, he has a past. You know, that nobody's supposed to know about. So, and that catches up with them. Yeah. It's going to be all Magic Negro season for Oscars. (laughs) (laughs) And watch he win an award for that. He better. Don't win an award for for Dream Dream Girls. Girls. (laughs) But, you know, you can play a Magic Negro. (laughs) And uh, and it's produced, it's directed by the same man who did uh, Driving Miss Daisy. So, if that doesn't tell you anything. I was, when you were telling me the story, I was (laughs) thinking Driving Driving Miss Daisy. Uh, And on that note, we're signing out. Thanks for listening to us. Uh, you can catch us on Twitter at O underscore but wait. I am at the Limerick Lane on Twitter. And Jessica is just being just. That's J-U-S. And just. <laughs> we're on Facebook. O but wait. Just search us. And then you can always email us. O but wait. And the number one at gmail.com. All right. Or you can download Podcast Detroit. Listen to us every Tuesday at 7 p.m. Or catch us on iTunes. (laughs) Bye. Bye. (laughs) This is a previously recorded episode.